0: Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had a great weekend with your friends and family. Let's get this week started with a fun trip report. We're headed out to Arizona with listener Scott to talk about his trip just last month where he stayed at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort with his family of seven. They had to have two rooms and they are DVC members. But of course, when you're DVC, sometimes you run out of points and you got to add on. So uh, this was a trip to a non-DVC resort. So we talk about the differences between staying in a villa and staying in regular hotel rooms such as Coronado Springs, we dive into fun times at all four theme parks. Great ADRs at places like Space 220. We talk about that sci-fi dine-in and also some time over at Disney Springs. Time in all four theme parks, like I said. And did you know that there is a babysitting service for your Disney balloon. We talk about that as well. Don't forget, today's show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney vacation. Whether you're headed to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, agents are standing by right now to help you plan that trip at the best price possible, and it costs you absolutely nothing extra. And remember, if you have Disney+, Plus. There's an amazing discount out there right now. And who doesn't have Disney Plus? Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Also, please become a patron of the show. Support us over there. It really does help us keep everything going. And thank you so much to all of our patrons. You guys are the heart and soul of this podcast. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us over there, come on over. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2068 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and we are back here as always on a Monday with some fun Disney talk and we do uh, trip reports on Monday. So ready to uh, take a virtual trip down to Walt Disney World today. And uh, we have a nice spring trip today, just from last month. And, you know, if you were uh, vegging out on the couch this past weekend, we had the Masters on TV, which is always kind of one of those signs of spring. Baseball is being played every day. We had opening day late last week. So, uh, yeah, spring has sprung here in the United States. Of course, it means the weather is very sketchy. Many places, uh, it seems like once the masters hits baseball starts like the weather just takes a dip for a little bit and then it kind of bounces back but uh you know what this is a great time to talk disney because summer's right around the corner and summer and disney go hand in hand for me i don't know about our guest today but let's get him in here and let's talk about his trip because we get to talk about coronado springs and i'm headed there in about three weeks i can't wait scott's joining us from out in arizona scott how you doing today I'm doing well.
1: Thanks, Mike. It's great to be here with you.
0: Glad to have you on the show. How are things in uh, Arizona? Because speaking of baseball, all the uh, team, well, half the team, half the league uh, just left your state to uh, to start the season.
1: Yep. Actually, uh, what I do for work, um, we manage one of the spring training uh, facilities here in Arizona. And so yesterday was the last game. And uh, in two days, I'll be heading to Denver for the Rockies uh, home opener. And um, actually tomorrow, the openers in two days so yeah baseball season is getting started and we're very grateful that it is uh because that uh, means a lot of business for us very
0: nice let me ask you this real quick before we get into your disney trip being from arizona where spring training is held for the cactus league uh for half of the major league baseball season uh baseball teams what's it like there during the spring i mean because you get i'm sure you get a lot of travelers to go down to to watch some baseball games before the season starts get up close and personal with their their teams, obviously they're, they're not games that count, but uh, what's that experience like? Because I think a lot of people know for the, the, you know, the grapefruit league down in, in Florida, and they combine those with Walt Disney world vacations, but what's, how would you uh, describe that experience for folks heading out to Arizona? You know what? It's
1: actually a pretty, I'd say it's an kind of an enchanting experience because the weather is beautiful. You don't have, you know, you don't have kind of the level of humidity that you had in Florida, of course Um, it's not, super hot yet, like it gets in the summertime during, you know, in Arizona. Um, the fields are beautiful. The parks are obviously smaller. Um, and so you can just go and enjoy, you know, seeing your favorite players play. Um, it's, you know, around the stadiums, obviously it gets pretty crowded. Um, you can get, it's really tough to find hotel rooms. So you really have to kind of book those in advance um, to make sure that you get a decent rate and that you get it for the time. period. My parents were trying to come and visit um they ended up canceling the trip but they couldn't find a you know hotel room to save their life they kind of booked at the last minute just coming to visit us uh, from california so you really have to kind of plan in advance but it's really a neat experience i mean it it, the um the tickets are usually pretty reasonable they're pretty cheap um again you get to see your favorite players play uh we provide like i said we run one of the um uh, um spring training facilities we provide the food concessions and we provide you know, it's in some cases, kind of the same quality, um, maybe not necessarily the same concepts, but definitely the same quality as we would in a major league stadium. So, um, you know, definitely it's, it's, a, it's definitely worthwhile. If you're a huge baseball fan, it's worthwhile to come out and, and uh, give it a shot.
0: Very nice. I have to get out there. I mean, I, I think I, I could watch every team out there except one particular team from the top of the state to the east of my state. You know, so other than that team. Ubs, uh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, but Arizona. you wouldn't want to see anyway, right? So. <laughs> exactly. They come around. <laughs> they come around here too much as it is. No, I'm just kidding. It's a it's a That's fun, right. friendly rivalry. But let's talk Disney today. Give me some of your background on uh, your Disney history. Like, why do you enjoy traveling to Disney? Did you grow up watching Disney movies, Disney TV shows? What's What's your story? Yeah, so I grew up. I, I did. I grew up going. I lived
1: in California, so I grew up going to Disneyland actually quite a bit. Um, every every winter time typically around christmas time and so that's kind of really where i got you know kind of bitten by the disney bug so to speak and um after that uh, you know we get one of the most exciting things we do is get the disney channel right when cable was just kind of first coming out so uh, we were kind of glued to that i mean we'd wake up i'd wake up early in the morning and watch like mouse do and i think you guys remember <laughs> that's right that that's right. show yeah it was like I like just romance, watch it yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We would just watch it though, we wouldn't actually participate. <laughs> <laughs> just watch it and eat a bag
0: of chips. Just watch it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And so um anyway, we were we became, you know, big Disney fans. Even my my older brother to this day is actually a, a Disney fan as well. He doesn't go nearly as often as as we do. But um so when I when I was when my wife and I, you know, were dating, uh, actually our honeymoon was a Disney cruise. And so That kind of was the beginning of vacationing um, as Disney fans. We ended up buying into, once I started my career and started um, making some decent money, we ended up buying into DVC. And so we've been taking our family uh, once or twice a year to Disney World. Uh, Because your DVC membership can obviously go a lot further in Walt Disney World. And since we've been to Disneyland so often, I mean, when my wife and I were uh, first married, we lived in um, LA for a couple of years and we had annual passes at Disneyland. And so we went all the time and uh, just loved it. We would even go on a Friday night, just spend a few hours, have dinner, go on a couple of rides, and then go home. I mean, it was, it just was kind of our date night. Um, and then, and then sometimes we'd go back the next day and just spend the entire day. And it was just awesome to be able to go. So, since so we've been there so often, once we've gotten into DVC, we're like, well, we've never really been to Disney World. Let's, let's check that out and we were just you know at first kind of overwhelmed because there's so much to do and it, it's funny listening to you and you're you're talking about your trip to Disneyland about how close the parks are because you can park hop so much easier at Disneyland than you can to Disney World so that's one of the things that we actually had to adjust to because we're like well it doesn't really make sense to park hop because you gotta take a bus half an hour 45 minutes to the next park and can really kill your time. So now that we've gotten been there so often and we're used to it, now parking up hop, park hopping actually becomes, you know, something that we enjoy doing over there. We're we're passovers now over there since we have our vacation club. And um but it's just, you know, it just takes some getting used to because of the the size and the magnitude of Disney World. Okay. Um, but we we really enjoy it.
0: So this is going to be a new segment on the show here. It's going to be a brief segment, but it'll be a new segment between now and July when I get to go to Disneyland. And I'm so excited that I actually finally get to mention this on the show because I announced it uh, on the Friday show while I was down at Spring Surprise. So yes, I am going to Disneyland for the very first time, finally, after, you know, almost 15 years of doing the podcast and everybody keeps saying, you got to go to Disneyland. I was like, I know we will go. And then we never did, but we are. So you've been, you're a local, you did this so many times here's what i'm going to ask you like one thing that's not obvious like oh you got a park hop or oh you got to have a corn dog you know so there's some things that are just so blatantly obvious i've heard a thousand times already from people but what's one thing you think is kind of like a like a pro tip like you are that like something i need to know my family needs to know we're staying at disneyland hotel seven nights we'll be there on the fourth of july is there is there some like share give me some knowledge here what should i do Okay, a pro
1: tip. So I w- I'm going to offer two. One, I think you've heard a million times, which is you've got to have a meal at the Blue Bayou. Yes. Right? Heard <laughs> I that. can't wait. Now, although, let's see, I think I think Pirates of the Caribbean right now is under construction. It so is. they have walls up. <laughs> But hopefully, by the time you go, those will be down. I'm, right? pray, so I'm do praying.
0: I'm praying hard. I know I shouldn't be praying for yeah. for a theme park attraction, but I mean, if God can help me out with some construction <laughs> walls, I mean, I'm not above <laughs> it. Please, Lord.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, because that totally changes. I mean, you know, it's kind of it's similar to the San and Hell restaurant, yeah. right? But right. it's nothing can beat the Blue Valley, right? So definitely do that. Now, my my dark horse would I'd say one places we'd love to go to is on um, was in California Adventure for like a good quick service meal, they have these really great bread bowls um, where you've got really good homemade soup, well, I don't know about homemade, but really good soup and salad that you can get in the bread bowls. They have the um, sourdough that used to be, it's been Disneyland in a couple of years, but I think they still have a like sourdough factory kind of attached to it. And they'd have this awesome sourdough bread bowls and really good soup and uh that was our like go-to friday night dinner so that'd be a great like lunch or something but it's uh you know you get so you get some butter on that on those lids and that bread it's it's amazing (laughs) it's really good
0: actually i think scott and ricky went to a media event at that location one when they were out there for some race or some event like a few years back because they they had been at a full meal and then they got they had to go to this event after having a full meal and they're like oh my gosh they kept giving us food I, I'm pretty sure that might be the place but I will definitely look that up and I appreciate yeah. that so I'm making I'm making all these notes so this is the exciting thing for me just on a aside for the audience is that I am making notes like my very first Walt Disney World trip and that is exciting for me because I mean I do the Walt Disney World thing every day all day it's my full time job. And it's uh, it's refreshing to go to a new destination. You know, like I love Disney. Oh, I'm comfortable sure. with it, but I mean, I feel like you know, I want to go to the. Li- I feel like I want to go back to like 1991 or something. Go to the library, like get a burn bombs guy. You know, but I'm watching blogs and listening to shows, old Wedway radios and stuff like that. But oh my gosh, I'm. Am- be, I can't stop talking about it. Like, I'm, I'm going to make it to July. My, my family will kill me. They'll be like, you need to start a second podcast so you just shut up about that and start talking about Disney. Right. I'm like, no, I can't. You know, five shows a week is plenty anyway. Okay, so let's talk about your trip, though. This last month, you were down there in March. How'd this trip come together? What was kind of the genesis of this uh, vacation? So, okay. So we've
1: added on to our DVC membership way too many times. <laughs> and the last time we added, the idea was we'll do like a shorter spring trip in March and a longer, um, October, because here in Arizona, the kids are kind of like on a a modified year round schedule. So they have a, um, two week fall break and a two week spring break right in between quarters. So we figured, okay, those are actually, those shoulder seasons are actually pretty decent times to travel, um, a little bit cheaper, although with with Disney, really not, not so much, but anyway. Um, so that was the idea. And so we added on last year. And we ended up, of course, true to any DVC member. You end up using your points rather than saving them. Right. So we at first were like, okay, we're not going to do a spring trip this year um, after our fall trip last year. But then we decided, no, you know what? We have annual passes because we got them um, last fall before they stopped selling them. And we we're like, no, look, we've already got the tickets. Let's just see if we can find a decent price room. So that's when I reached out to you and you helped me out. Um, I think we made. I probably made what, five or six different changes to our rooms since over the six
0: months. <laughs> that's that, called, that's that called, a Tuesday, that's a Tuesday for me, but yeah, no, it's no problem at all. I mean, it's, that's, that's my job. <laughs> really appreciate your patience. No, it's, yeah. that's what we do. That's what we do. But we finally settled
1: on Coronado Springs and because of the size of my family, we actually needed two adjacent rooms and uh, they were perfect. So they were right next, next to one another and um, gosh, they were in the, the what's it, the casita the casita
0: is probably mm-hmm. right there yeah uh, yep. pretty close to el centro
1: yes yep pretty close to el centro and um so which we've never stayed at coronado springs obviously um because we were DVC members basically every time we've gone we stayed in the DVC resort so this this was actually a new experience for us because we're, we're used to having like a full kitchen and and i only bring that up because of the size of our family we end up Making breakfast in the room, um, you know, on the weekends or on Sundays, we'll often try and make dinner, you know, in the room. So, not having those was a little bit of an adjustment for us, but we worked it out and it worked out great because they have like mini fridges in the room. And come to find out, they'll actually bring a um, microwave to your room if you ask housekeeping. So, we didn't find that out until a few days into the trip. So, you can still have some, you know, uh, some. not, not luxuries, but some amenities that we're, we were kind of used to. So it kind of worked out great from that perspective. But Coronado Springs was, was awesome. My son and I actually jogged around the lake the first, yes. first morning. Their gym is great. Uh, we went to the pool. I will say their, their pool and hot tub area, way more crowded than we're used to at a DVC resort. I don't know whether that's
0: no, it's like common it, or it, it, it's, it, yeah. The the dig site pool is the thing. Is it was here. This is my opinion on Coronado. I love the dig site pool. It's a great mm-hmm. great pool. It's got the Jaguar slide. It's got a a poolside yeah. bar that even has hot items like empanadas and frozen margaritas. I mean, that's you're speaking my love language there. But here's the thing is, I mean, if you think about it, that that kind of infrastructure was built for the the resort pre grandestino tower you know i mean they didn't add another pool when they built that tower so now you have a you know a ton more rooms with basically the same pool Uh, you know i mean they've added because they've added a lot of other things you know new restaurants stuff like that which help spread out people to eat but as far as swimming you know they have the three quiet pools and the dig site so yeah that is that is kind of an issue i wish they would bring in a new pool yeah
1: Yeah, for sure. But
0: we had a good time. I mean, it was a little chilly still,
1: um, but we, you know, swam for a few minutes. And um, uh, this was actually like in the middle of our trip. And that evening, that we ended up swimming, we went, we got changed, and went to Disney Springs for dinner. But it was just, it's a great, it was a great hotel, great resort. Um, We ended up taking uh, um, mirrors. We ended up getting a van, uh, like a private van, to take us from the airport to. I mean, obviously, we really miss Disney's Magical Express mode. Same. listen to your podcast your april O's podcast it was, it, i was like was i was on elliptical yeah.
0: and i'm like I'm like wait is that true and i realized with day i was like no he's just this is totally got to pay attention on uh, uh, april 1st with us yeah it was disney's yeah. enchanted express and uh you can exactly. take you can take a motorcycle you know but uh, right yeah, sidecar yeah. that, that's when i realized you guys were joking
1: i'm like there's no way a sidecar yeah that wasn't gonna work Yeah. We we took Amir's van, which was great. We were kind of we felt fancy because they had the iPad with their name and yeah, see, that's
0: the I always I tell everybody that because I've only had that once in my life. I went down for a media event. I took a picture with the driver with the iPad. I was like, we gotta do a selfie because this is probably the only time it's gonna happen in my life. Exactly. (laughs) it to my I said it to my wife. I'm like, I've made it in life. If I die tomorrow put this in the, the parlor somewhere where I'm laid out that Mike made it because he's right. got the name on the iPad. <laughs> Achieve success in his life. That's what he's exactly. happy about. Yeah.
1: No, but it was really nice because the, the, the guy had actually parked. I mean, we didn't have to, we had to take the elevator down one more floor, but then he was right outside like a special exit. So we just threw our bags into the van and he drove us to the resort. I did ask him, Hey, could you take us to our building? He wouldn't do that. He actually had to drop us off right there at the Grand Testino. So we had to walk from Grand Testino, which we we had no idea where we were going because, you know, we did mobile check-ins, so we didn't talk to anybody. I had to look on the map on my phone, and, you know, all of us were just dragging our our, um, suitcases late at night to our room. We got there, and it was fine, but... uh, anyway uh that was a little bit of a a, a hike for for all of us to get well, there you so. could have
0: been in the ranchos that would have been a little further so you're lucky. yeah guess i mean I like fair. the ranchos but yeah if you're getting dropped off at grand casino that's that's you had to go yeah. across the bridge okay so so let me ask you one thing you just brought up that i'm just curious about just kind of on an aside with the larger family you mentioned sometimes you'll do like a sunday night dinner in the villa you know with yeah. groceries and stuff like that so Yep. tips for, for larger families that might do something like that. What have you learned that works out well? Because I think that's a great idea because as you mentioned, you know, Walt Disney World, a, it's a great place to go as a family, but we're all looking to save money here and there. And I think not only is it saving money, but it's making memories. You know, you're, you're making the meal, you're sharing the meal in the, in the yeah. villa. I mean, w- thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so grocery delivery services are like our lifeline. Um, we try to use, we I usually use Instacart. This time, Instacart for some reason wasn't recognizing the address of the Coronado Springs. I don't know why their, their um, database was off. So I ended up using Amazon Prime for the first time. Never used Amazon for groceries before, but um, but it they're a lifesaver because frankly, not only is it nice to like you said, kind of have the experience where you're home together, you can sit at the you know table by yourself and you can just talk about you know the vacation so far, talk about what. You know, maybe what you have planned after the vacation in terms of school or whatever, um, but it, it's frankly just a nice time to be able to eat like non park food. To yeah, be honest. I know. I know.
0: Seriously, I got home from from the weekend and I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it tasted great. I mean, it's weird. It's so weird because you you miss that.
1: You do, you do. Your body just kind of craves something a little more
0: normal after a while.
1: Maybe some vegetables. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Like separate yeah. Yeah, vegetables that are not French fries. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. My kids, I think when they, you know, finally got like, because you can get little packages of fruit or whatever, but when you get home and we have like our normal lunches and they can have, and they're just like, oh my gosh, this tastes so good. I know, so,
0: seriously, it's so weird.
1: Yeah, and, and, and the water bottles are huge too. We get usually a couple of flats of water bottles because... Even with the upcharge with the grocery delivery service, okay. you're talking yeah. the price of two water bottles. You can get 40. twenty-four.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So- oh, I agree. I always get sodas and always get water bottles in the in the room. Yeah. Prime. That's what I use. Yep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That pays for itself. So that's actually one way that we are able to save some some good money. Because you're right. I mean, it's I've got a family of seven, so I've got five kids, my wife and I. So anytime we're going to sit down to a quick service meal, it's $70, 80 bucks, right? right.
0: Man, I, I feel you. I feel you because with nah. four, I've, with four people, I'm just like, man. I mean, every time, you know. And I'm a, I'm kind of a cheap guy, and it's just like, whew. <laughs> and I, yeah, I know that when I'm on vacation, I just have to block that out. It's just how it is. Yeah. It's same if I go to the Cardinals game or you know whatever we do. That's how it is. I've earmarked that money to have a good time with. It's all spent anyway, so I shouldn't be like that. But it does get you, you know. And when you, if you can do that a couple times, you feel like, well. I've saved a little money here, saved a little money there, and it all kind of balances out a little better. You know, you feel good about yourself that way.
1: Exactly. Then it's not, doesn't feel like so overwhelming. So that's why we always typically have breakfast in the morning in the room and then lunch at a quick service place. And then depending on what, you know, what are, um, what either ADRs we can get or what restaurants we just have in mind, we'll try and have a, like a, um, a uh, sit-down meal at a table service meal at a, at a restaurant for dinner. But that doesn't, you know, again, with our family, it was a lot easier when they had like a couple of kids and everybody was on the child like price. But right. now that I've got kids that are over like more, most of us are now adult
0: pricing. It gets a little more expensive. I'm telling so, you, I'm, yeah, kids, uh, yeah. they never get cheaper. I'll just say that. <laughs> one <laughs> no, one okay. of my guests though, I will say the shout out to Jody. She's one of the lizards. Good friend. I talked to her in most of the races. She sent me a message earlier this week. She said, my teenager saw something on Instagram about a Disney Plus discount. So could you check my reservation? I'm like, absolutely. And by the way, I got you that discount. You just save money. And I said, and this may be the only time in your life that your teenager will save you money (laughs) rather than cost you an arm and a leg. So enjoy the day because this is the one day. She's like, exactly yeah. right. I'm like, just trust me. I've had two, you know, the one's 20 something now and the other one's 14. And it's like, I constantly feel like I'm just an ATM machine for her. So right. Uh, yeah. anyway, so, okay, let's talk about, okay. So you guys were down there. What's the range and age of your kids? So we can kind of get some perspective on like when we get into the theme parks, what they like and stuff.
1: Yeah. So I've got, we've got quite, our oldest is 16. Our youngest is four. So we wow. have, it's, yeah, it's, it's like you I always joke with people, you can, we rent out our kids. If you're interested in having a kid experience, we have,
0: we run the gamut. So if you want a toddler or you want a teenager or somewhere in between. You've got, got like the 18 wheeler, you've got like a station wagon, you've got like a, you know, a pickup and like a subcompact. You, know, you, you exactly. got like the whole That's exactly range. That's correct. Right. You got the whole range. <laughs>
1: okay. So, so, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so
0: fortunately, actually the,
1: the four-year-old, she's tall enough now where we don't have to do you know, um, rider swap for most of the rides anymore. So there are a few that she can't go on um, or actually, unfortunately that also means that the one up from her, uh, usually, you know, he's still kind of getting into the thrill ride. So typically if she can't go on it, he doesn't move on it either. So um, then one of us will just end up staying behind. But for the most part, it was great this trip because we could all go on everything together and Frankly, our rule is even if you're a little scared, you're going on
0: it because we can all do it together. I like so. that. You're going to yeah. ride it. No, just kidding. Right. And you're going to like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and make sure you smile when the camera flashes. And then after that, you can look scared. Just look up for the picture. Right. Don't ruin the picture. No, just kidding. Yeah, I, that's right. Okay. So let me ask you this. So one other thing for, I want to talk about the parks and your dining and stuff like that, all the good stuff everyone's here about, but. You guys get to go often because you're DVC members, which is kind of crazy because you guys are on the West Coast. But what well, kind of West Coast? But that's 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 so cool because like the third person I've had in the last couple of months that like Walt Disney World's their home resort, their home like yeah. place, and they're on the western side of the United States. But with going that often and having a range of uh, having the kids, do do you guys do anything at home to like get prepared for the trips? Do the kids have any input and in, Like we're staying here, or we're gonna eat here. Like in the as far as the planning, do the kids uh, get involved in that? Is with you guys as well?
1: They do, yeah, they do to an extent. I mean, I think I'm the one who um, takes care of like ninety percent of it. Um, Smart man, you know. I'm I'm listening to your podcast, right? I'm. It seems like every day I'm kind of thinking and tweaking. And actually, my oldest daughter. She gets on me because I'm always like, okay, guys. She's like, oh my gosh, now what? What change do we have to the trip now? So I'm always kind of thinking and tweaking, but no, definitely I ask them, okay, what you know, what what restaurants do you want to stay at? Um, you know, I'll plan, okay, these are the, you know, days that I have at these hotels. Cause we can't always stay for the entire time at one hotel, right? Most DVC members have to split their stay. So we're doing that. Um, Actually, when we were on the trip, there was some discussion about, you know, I, I, we had one of our home resorts is the Animal Kingdom Lodge, which I love. Um, but we don't really stay there that often. And so we had a reservation there. And my young, my middle son, we were on actually one of the Disney buses uh, going back to hotel. And he's like, hey, can we stay at, we had walked through the Beach Club Resort because we took, where were we? We were park hopping. And we realized it was quicker. Where were we coming from? I don't remember. I think we were coming from Disney Springs or somewhere. But we ended up realizing it was quicker for us to take a bus to Beach Club and then walk to Beach Club and go to Epcot that way. So we were walking to Beach Club and my son was like, hey, have we ever stayed here? I said, yeah, we actually stayed here, but you were young. He's like, can we see if we can stay here in October? So I went on, you know, it's whatever. It's my seven-month window for the October trip. So I looked, and Beach Club wasn't available. I said, "Hey, we can stay at Boulder Ridge. Would you be interested in staying there?" He's like, "Yeah, that'd be great." So anyway, he gets—you know—they all get some sort of input on, on their vacation, and to some extent, usually it's like, "Okay, where do you guys want to try? Where do you guys want to eat, and what rides you want to go on when you have fast passes?" Because that would tell me, you know, that would give me the direction as to what fast passes to get and stuff like that.
0: But then again, there's a lot of time to make changes between here and October. So you might end up at Boulder Ridge. You could end up at, uh, who knows, Okiwas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <I'm still laughs> well, actually, no, you, you, it's a funny with, thing with you DC, say that uh, because yeah. a part of our trip, my, our, my, our oldest daughter was like, well, the way you have it currently structured, we're not going to be able to hit all the parks. Can we, you know, put on a couple of days before we were planning to be there. So I looked and yeah, we ended up, we're actually planning like three nights, key west yeah. and then, <laughs> Uruguay,
0: nice. and then over, yeah so i know i know yeah. how it works with dbc yeah. everybody passes through yeah. key west at some point which is <laughs> it I think, does i'm not DVC, but Oak i west. would i would live there i mean if i absolutely if I could, god i love that place i mean not just because of olivia's but that's a big that's a big draw uh so anyway. no
1: i like i think i listened to your podcast today and you talked about how it's like the epitome of disney in florida that i totally that, agree it's
0: like that marriage i mean it's a, it's a yeah. little village so uh yeah i love it i wish i was there and actually i'll be back there at olivia's here in, in, in the next couple of weeks when we're down for cheer because uh, when you stay at a Disney Springs hotel, it's just right down the road to get to Olivia's. Oh, totally. Yeah, so. Yeah, get on the boat. I'm not eating at the Holiday Inn. I'm eating at Olivia's. So just (laughs) saying, just saying, we're going to make that happen. All right, so let's talk about time in the theme park. So just give us some highlights. Like what were some of the memorable moments you guys spent in the theme parks last month? So we we had tried Genie Plus in our last October
1: trip because they just rolled it out. So it actually worked out pretty good I believe I believe it rolled it out I think it rolled out maybe this was the first time I thought they had. I thought we had tried it back in October so anyway this since we had annual passes this time we um, could kind of pick and choose which day we wanted to use it which um, you know listening to your guys' advice about you know maybe or at least some of your listeners advice on how some days are, or some parts are probably better than others we uh, tried it definitely for the magic Kingdom and for the Epcot. so our first day there, and let me preface this the whole trip the weather was completely unpredictable um because the first day it was actually pretty warm um you know some of your typical like afternoon thunder showers like no big deal uh but then as the trip progressed it got increasingly colder mm-hmm. and um more rain and so and then it warmed up again towards the end of the trip so that actually impacted like I wouldn't say the crowd size per se, but it impacted our ability to go in and kind of eat some places at quick service because, you know, when it's raining, everybody's right. trying to go inside. Um, so that first day we we ate at uh, Pinocchio Village House and we ended up deciding to eat when it was raining and everybody else and their brother was deciding to eat. So it was literally like standing room only. I mean, everybody's like scoping out the tables, yep. right? Trying to... Yeah, okay, who's going to be? And obviously, with, again, my big family, we need a big table. So, you you see a big table with only two people, and you're like, really?
0: I mean, come on. I see, I, You know what? And I feel that because I was down solo for myself and like, I, I was very cognizant not to take it like more than a two seater. Cause I feel, uh, I see big families and I get you. that, but no, but I get it I was awesome. by myself though. And I was, I saw the people like hovering with the UK the other night with my yeah. fish and chips. And I was like, I'm like third hover. I'm not getting a table. I sat on the curb. <laughs> That's was the like thing. <laughs> we,
1: yeah. We ended up having to go upstairs <laughs> and we hovered and found it and got a table, but there's still not enough seats. So I ended up standing and other people were standing at trash cans with yeah, their trays. Yeah. And like Genie food and first
0: of all, the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's exactly right.
1: Yep. So um, anyway, so we ended up, Genie Plus was awesome that first day at Magic Kingdom. We were able to get on pretty much everything. We did not do seven doors, mine, train, because we don't want to pay extra, nor wait the hour and a half. But we basically did everything else that we wanted to. We um, were able to get on, yeah like all the other rides, so that that was actually a very su- successful day because we usually do two days in the Magic Kingdom two days at Epcot and so being able to get through you know get on basically everything you wanted to that first day Then in our second day we had less pressure and we did not end up buying Genie Plus for that second day we we're at Magic Kingdom we did do the individual lightning Lane for seven dwarfs so we did do that that worked out just fine um but uh but Genie Plus worked great at the Magic Kingdom so we did uh, the Pinocchio Village House for lunch and the Columbia Harbor House for dinner, which are two of our favorite places.
0: Not so. bad. Not bad. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> yeah. let's, let's let's talk Epcot, yeah. though. Some of the highlights on one of your Epcot days with, with the crew.
1: So um, Epcot, we always... So our first Epcot day was super cold. We were able to use Genie Plus and, again, get on pretty much everything we wanted to. Um, our second day at Epcot, which was actually... So our Epcot days back when they had a delayed start for Epcot, Mm -hmm. um, I typically would have like a a online class that I would have to teach in the morning. So it worked out great when they had a delayed start. I saw the classes to teach on this trip, but they didn't have the delayed start. So we ended up obviously going in a few hours later, but on Mm -hmm. our last, um, our last day at Epcot, we actually had space 220 lunch reservations nice so after my class we go in there we went in there for lunch which was a really cool experience i'd say how you guys um explain it where it's a great you know it's a great experience to have once i wouldn't say it's really something you want to repeat every single time you go to disney world um but if you have an opportunity to get in there it's the food was excellent we had really good food the ambiance is really neat um the way that you know they themed that restaurant with the technology and the elevator and everything. That was it was really really neat experience. So it's uh, definitely a splurge, but uh, definitely worth going to.
0: Let me ask you this, because Scott went there for the first time this past <coughs> weekend when we were there too for the over the race weekend. Obviously, I, I went and had fish and chips because I had already been and. And he made the ADR before I decided to go down because I signed up at the very last minute because I got FOMO over Princess. And uh, so, you know, I couldn't add on to that one because it's so popular. But um, yeah. he, he said the exact same thing. Like, he liked it. It was a great experience. He's glad he did it. doesn't have to go back for a little bit. I mean, we yeah. both said this, though. It's Coral Reef 2.0 is what it is. I mean, really. That's exactly a, right. I mean, it, do you agree with that? I mean, it, it seems like yeah. almost like if it replaced space with fish and you have a similar experience. Man. That's,
1: you're 100% right. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. And we haven't been to Coral Reef in a while, but, uh, uh, but I couldn't agree with you more. That's, it's the same idea. Uh, and actually our backs were to the screen, my wife's and my, so we could only tell what was happening with our kid's reaction, <laughs> which is cool. You're like, oh my gosh, look, look, there's the dog,
0: there's, <laughs> you know, there's the child, right? That's
1: so, cool. so it was cool. It was cool. They it, we had a good time, but definitely not something we'll go back to. Yeah. Um, over and over. Again.
0: That's cool. But everybody needs to. I'm telling you, if you because I'm a space nut, like I, I loved every minute of it. But it's like I've seen it, you know. But yeah, yeah I, I don't. I'm not a fancy food guy, so it doesn't, you know. That that stuff, food's food's food to me, you know. Like I enjoyed my fish and chips just as much as I would have enjoyed my meal at Space 220. I was in, I was in hog heaven. You know, I did. I think, I forget who I was telling uh, this. I think I was telling Pam Forrester about this. Like I was there solo, eating fish and chips in the UK. Nobody was telling me that I was putting too much malt vinegar on my fish planks. You know, nobody was telling me I was dipping it in too much tartar sauce. I was like, man, this doesn't get any better. It was a beautiful night. I was like, Oh my gosh, it's great. I'm just sitting on a grill no. eating fish and chips. <laughs> and I think we would have enjoyed it just as more, t- just as much
1: Yeah, t- <laughs> we had fish and chips. So <laughs> like it's a cool experience, cool thing to do. Absolutely. All right. So
0: you guys went to all four parks though, right? At some point.
1: We did. We went to all four parks. We, um, I'm sorry, not to make this like a a food dominant discussion, and but you're not gonna one get any of the other. for me. Now go ahead. We, we did two other ADRs. One was Artist Point, um, on our second day at Magic Kingdom. So that was that was surprisingly like that was ended up being more expensive than Space 220. Um, for, I can I can part. see
0: that though because of the characters <laughs> and because it used to be signature and, and I'll be honest I've never even stepped foot in that restaurant back in the day or since it's made the conversion. And I don't think a lot of people have had that experience because it really went underwent all that change and then COVID hit. So give give us some thoughts on that because I think a lot of people are curious about that. So the food was excellent. Um, they have these like shareable appetizers and
1: what they mean by shareable is really they're just, in, they've like individual pieces for everybody on separate dishes. And I think a lot of that had to do with, with COVID. Um, I don't know if they plan to continue to do that, but uh, but the food was really good. And actually the kids kind of get both. They get their own um, appetizer and meal, but they also get the share off of the adult appetizer and the adult dessert in addition to their own dessert. So the kids actually work out great.
0: Kids get it all. Uh, I mean, we're the ones yeah. working hard for, you know, to pay for the trip and the kids getting all the benefits. What's up? That's exactly <laughs> right.
1: That's exactly right. But, but the, um, obviously you go there for the characters and my wife's a huge, like, um, dopey and Snow White fan. So that's, that's why we ended up going and, uh, was really cool i mean they obviously because of the social distancing at the time they'd have the character come up you take a picture kind of in front you don't get to really interact but um but it was it's a really neat a a really great environment the service was excellent i mean they were very attentive to our needs um and the characters were you know performed well they were great um it was really neat to be able to take pictures with all of them and then at the end they give you like you know a little souvenir like postcard with all the characters, you know, signatures on it that you get to take home. Um, so that again, I was a little shocked at the price. I mean, I kind of knew going in, but then um, you know, for some reason, once you see that bill, you're like, "Wow, this could be like another stay. <laughs> I, I
0: know. Just you know <laughs> what? The, the last time I went to Chef Mickey's, and this was probably five years ago at this point. When I got the bill for Chef Mickey's, I almost fell out. I couldn't believe it. Like, Yeah. And because it was just a breakfast. I know it was a character breakfast, mm-hmm. and it was at the Contemporary, and it was the Fab Five, and it's the whole experience thing. I get that. But, man, for some reason, it just hit me the same way. Like I was just like, whoo. You know, because yeah. my problem is I compare, like, I do exactly what you just did. I'll say, wow, for that breakfast, I could have had, like, you know, that's like a quarter of like a MacBook air, you know, or something like, you know, like, like some kind of technology that I'd have for like six years, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm terrible about that kind of thing. And I know I shouldn't have that kind of mindset. It's an experience. It's something that we enjoy. And I'm, I'm over that. But I'm like, my brain doesn't work like everybody else's sometimes when I get the bill.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I, I'm an accountant by trade. So
1: my brain never <laughs> shuts off that way. I'm always thinking that way. And my son loves to compare it to iPhones. He's like, that would have been like, you know, a half an iPhone exactly. or two iPhones or whatever. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. But you're right. It is an experience. Definitely something. I mean, we'll, what what it helped to do actually was just reframe the restaurants we go to for future mm-hmm. um, for future trips. Because okay, I know kind of in order for us to get the more bang out of our buck, we'll keep it within this price limit rather than kind of going big. And if we do end up going big, like an artist's point, then that'll just reduce. Which we which it did this trip. We ended up reducing the number. We had more ADRs than we ended up doing. We ended up canceling some of them because we realized once we added it all up, we're like, ah, that's a little, little too pricey for us, so we ended up canceling a, a few of them. Like, we we had an ADR for Sanaa, which we actually love going to. We love the, like, we could have a meal just with their bread service. Same, and Same. And yeah. the kids <laughs> dirt and worms dessert. Like, yes. there's something about that, like, homemade marshmallow or something, that, or cream that they put in it, it's like, addicting. So, all my kids, and even my wife, love that. So, we could have a meal just off of that at Sanaa, but Anyway, we canceled that, and uh, we just limited it to Artist Point, Spacer 20, and then the other ADR we had was uh, Sci-Fi Driving. So, I know you've been trying to get yeah, in there. I,
0: yeah, I have not been in there. I bet you I haven't been in there for six or seven years. And everybody I've talked to lately, I've talked to three people down at uh, S- Spring Surprise that ate there over the weekend. Everybody had a good experience, and I'm like, Yeah everybody's getting this ADR but me for some reason. And it, I don't know, like, I, I don't try Dude, that I hard. I, my my problem is I don't try too hard. My travel agent is Scott Gardner, my, Scotty G. Like, when I go to the last minute, I'm like, Scott, just tag me on your ADRs. And he tries to get, like, I'm like, he's like, where, where do you want to go? I'm like, I'm always telling him, sci-fi. Like, I'm trying to get in there, but... um yeah. It, so did you guys have a good time? Cause I think it's perfect yeah. it, for me. It's good because it's like simpleton food, you know, for me, like it's burgers, fries, shakes, you know, nothing yep. super fancy, but it's, it's nostalgia. You know, it's got the, you know, the old trailers, it's got the, I'm a sucker for like eating in a vehicle, fake vehicle. It's you know, it's just got the ambiance. So it's, it's a home run for me.
1: Absolutely. And that's, and that's why I think, um, frankly, all the Disney, that's why we were like, planning out ADRs because the Disney restaurants especially the ones within the theme parks have just awesome environments awesome ambiances and so it's really an extension of the theme park experience it's like you're actually you know more immersive in a story at the restaurants that you go to so you're you know like you said earlier you're paying for the experience and they've got good quality food so you know when you add it all together it's it I wouldn't, I don't want to say it's a bargain by any stretch of imagination, but you're definitely paying for a really good experience. And so this was awesome. The kids were a little disappointed because we have two, we have one too many people to To fit in a car. car. We were in, we were in a car, but it was more like a booth that had been, you know, you you needed like a car with like a
0: trailer or something or like, you need need, need a station wagon, basically or a minivan. (laughs) That's right. Yes. If they had a minivan, that would have been perfect, but. But we
1: still got to see it and we had speaker boxes and so we you know they they it still worked but it just wasn't quite exactly what the kids were were hoping for but no we had a really good um really good experience there. i had like a uh i think a pork burger with a um not slab of bacon but oh i'm blanking on it right now anyway it was like a high-end pork burger it was it was awesome and everybody else had just a regular you know burgers or pasta dish and Anyway, all the food was, was really, really good. And I uh, highly recommend going to that restaurant. So if you can get in.
0: Yeah. If you can get her by plane. If you get in. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> get so excited. It was like Cinderella's Roll Table back in the day. Yeah. It's awesome. But you're, prob- <laughs> but you're probably not eating there. No, just kidding. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, we hear about it. If somebody gets on, yeah, we'll talk about it here, but you probably won't get a chance. Uh, no, you can get in. You can get in. I have faith in you. Just get on there. 60 days. You can do it. Okay. So real quick, because we have about 10 minutes left. I'll make sure we get this. So you were at the studios. Highlights for the kids, like are you guys Galaxy's Edge folks? Do you Star Wars fans, <laughs> Toy Story Land, or classics? What, what so, you like?
1: yeah. So the one thing about Hollywood Studios is we, um, so we did Genie Plus, and um, that ended up being like the busiest day. I, I I don't know whether it's. I think it's just because of the number of attractions they have. Um, it like every ride had like an hour and a half way to it, and so. Genie Plus didn't end up helping us out as much there as we would have liked it to, um, and since it was towards the end of a trip, it was it was the time for all of us to start, you know, kind of uh, complaining about some of the changes that they've made. But I will say, Genie Plus definitely helped us at other parks. Just at that park, it didn't help us as much as we would have liked. So we actually really like we like it all. I mean, the kids um, really like Toy Story Land, so we waited in line for um, the, the right the wait for um slinky dog only got down to 100 minutes so we ended up waiting for yeah. you know slinky dog um we waited in line for um for uh, toy story mania because we couldn't get a genie you know a, a lightning lane for that uh we i mean we were able to get lightning lanes for rock and roller coaster and star tour so that worked out just fine and then Based on your recommendation, we did do, um, the sing-along, the frozen sing-along, which was I love that. Hilarious. It is.
0: It's just fun. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's Absolutely. clapping. Yeah. It's a good time.
1: It's a good time. <laughs> we will definitely go back to that. Even the older kids were like, that was really funny. Yeah. That was, we had a really good time. Dad so that jokes. would be, yes. Yeah. And it was actually pie day. So there was 2.1. Oh, so they were yeah. actually making pie jokes <laughs> all the time. And, um, so anyway, so that was great. We did not wait in line for Rise um, because that was just getting crazy. We did wait in line for Smugglers. That was only, I think it was just about an hour. So that wasn't too bad. Um, and let's see. I think that's pretty much all we did at that so park. We did wait, one, one, second.
0: One, one, one second, though. It's about Smugglers. You guys have seven, right? Yeah. So <laughs> okay. So wait. I'm thinking about this for a second now. Okay. So, I know. Um, who has to be like, uh, R2D2, but on the Millennium Falcon, like has to ride uh you know, back in the back seat there and connect the loose wires, like on the X-Wing or something. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: fortunately I know exactly. So that's always, this is, so when we wait so long in line, that's what we end up talking about is, okay, who's riding with who, how are we going to split this up? And Invariably there are fights that break out. No, I rode with him last time. I never ride with you, right? It's all that kind of stuff going on. So you're playing part diplomat, part exactly,
0: you No, know, always authoritarian at the same time. <laughs> no. Some of the stuff. I'm telling you, you you shouldn't have said that 15 minutes ago. You're next single rider line, kid. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's right. Don't make me. We'll get out of the slime right now. That's so bad. Um, No, Sorry. Go ahead. I, just, I was thinking. No. Though, I'm like two two pilots, two gunners, two engineers and somebody no, left so, over <laughs> I'm like, okay. yeah we end up having to split up so we go three and four yeah
1: they go together <laughs> and invariably when they come off it's always my oldest son and and one of the other had been yelling at
0: the other pilot right whoever <laughs> yeah, the pilot is right. so they're always like
1: yes you know so-and-so
0: is yelling at me the whole time and anyway they end up that's family so bonding at its best right there i mean crash, absolutely crashing a millennium falcon nothing better
1: <laughs> yeah so it was my wife and i and the younger two so it was cute because we have the youngest two who you know is four and like six they're the ones piloting and so behind us behind my wife and i were a couple that had never been on the ride before and so we just turned around and said and apologized and said okay right. well we're sorry
0: for what you're gonna expect. <laughs> because look at who your pilots are. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been there. My first ride, I was the engineer with uh, the grandma of the of the family. It was okay. Granny on the other side as the engineer, and I was the other engineer. And the two little bitty kids were piloting, and I was just like, "Oh man, this is!" But you know, we we laughed the whole time because Grandma kept asking me questions. I'm like, "I don't know if something flashes, flip a switch, or push a <laughs> button. I don't know. <laughs> it's my first time. Just I don't know. Just do, I don't even know what matters. Just some lights up, touch it. <laughs> that's right.
1: So, yeah, that's exactly right. That was pretty much our strategy, and and that's and they had a good time anyway, so that's just good. But uh, yeah, it's um, so it was fun. We waited. We didn't do much else um, in. Uh, Galaxy's Edge so I think after that it's it's kind of nice that it's connected to Toy Story because I think that's how we ended up leaving there going to Toy Story Land and getting a mine for Slinky Dog and then that's actually my four year our four-year-old, like favorite right now so we got off and she's like can we do it again and we're like no
0: we're not waiting an hour and a half. <laughs> for again. No. That's sad. Cause we'll back in the, the day, day we come back. back in the day, you almost could turn around and ride a favorite ride a second time. I you know, know, we've almost kind of I lost know. that because like, you know, it feels like we used to do that. I mean, it's a thing like, Oh, could we do it again? Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I get, there's times where you can, you know, back if like, you know, if you're like a deluxe resort late guest and you go to those late yeah. next extra hours, you get that opportunity a lot of times, but yep. yeah, in the real world, you don't get to very often. So no, sad, so. no, not so much. All right, real so. quick, because a couple of minutes left. Animal Kingdom, any highlights over there, and then we'll uh wrap for the day. So, Animal Kingdom um ended up being fairly busy as well. So, we didn't
1: We typically always go on the safari ride, we ended up skipping that because the wait was a little long. So, we did do Cali River Rapids, which is awesome. Um, we all got soaked for the most part, and it had been raining off and on throughout the trip, so we kind of had some rain gear with us, but. It was hilarious. I have this great picture of my wife. She didn't want to get her shoes wet. She actually got a plastic bag and wrapped it around her feet, nice, and uh, to make sure that her <laughs> her feet wouldn't get wet. So, but it, it, was it was just it did, was,
0: did it work? I mean, usually those it did. Uh, okay, it did. Okay, no, usually the best was, laid plans don't work. Okay,
1: no, it was fantastic, and it was just awesome to see the reaction of the kids as the water was spraying up and they were getting soaked. That's one one thing they have. Obviously, the similar ride at California Adventure when you go to Disneyland, the, the um, Grizzly River Rapids. That's longer than the Cali River Rapids. So, just FYI, when you go on it, you'll
0: because
1: oh, that's the one thing we always remember when we get off Cali. We we're like, "It seems so short in comparison to what we're used." to. Yeah, if I'm getting that so,
0: soaked, I need a good ride. You know, I need some. Yeah. I need an. I need experience with the the wash. Yeah, so for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was fun. We, and we did not do, we actually didn't go into um, Pandora at all this time. We typically always go there at least for lunch and to try and uh, ride um, uh, the flight of the Navi. But this time we, we didn't, we ended up avoiding that area. So we went, we rode like dinosaur. And um, again, we didn't do genie plus. So we just rode what we, what the, you know, where the weights were actually pretty reasonable. And it's actually like, kind of becoming like one of my favorite parks but it typically is like our half like one of our half day parks so we got there early enough that I think we we just did what we wanted to do and then we left and that's when we came back to the room and swam and then went to Disney Springs for dinner and uh, at that point we were kind of far enough into the trip that I'm like okay, hey, where can we go Disney Springs that's so like halfway reasonable and um you know kind of is a little more settling so we went to of sandwich which probably was the cheapest meal we yeah, had but the whole trip but yeah awesome
0: I, yeah because when we're down for cheer i always go there every morning i just walk over and i have a breakfast burrito from there they have a great breakfast burrito and it's like 5.99 i mean it's my breakfast it at of sandwich is like what it would cost at mcdonald's here in <laughs> st louis it's crazy and that thing is yeah, good. And the quality's a little yeah. better. oh yeah. it's way better I was gonna say that, yeah. or Blaze Pizza is pretty reasonable too if you're looking for something at Disney Springs. No, Blaze. So we
1: have a Blaze locally. Okay, we see, just, we, we, we had one different. for like
0: six months and it closed, like and it oh. moved right where we moved to, and it just didn't make it. Oh wow, I know, crazy, it's okay, so sad, yeah, bummer.
1: It was uh, no, but we enjoyed our time at Disney Springs, just be able to walk around and and go to the. where it's it's getting harder and harder for us to find to squeeze in a time, especially on a sh- little bit of a shorter trip because we try to spend so much time within the parks, but this time we were able to squeeze a few hours at Disney. We can never get to um, the bakery, the um,
0: gosh, oh, Gideon's. Mine. Gadians, yeah. I mean, we never get into to because we never. Still haven't. Okay, good. I still haven't yeah. had a piece of cake. Still haven't had a cookie. Last person on earth besides you guys. Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll go down that. It'll be just it'll be just us. It'll be us seven and you. Like
0: everybody else in the
1: world will have gone
0: Hey, us. I'll be down there by Disney Springs though for cheer in a few weeks, and you know what? I mean, I'll have time to kill. Yeah, because right, I, good. Let so us know. If maybe you, I'll get in you that get queue and get a piece of it. But then again, Everglades Donuts calls my name pretty hard. So, uh, yeah, that, those yeah, are. Yeah, we, we haven't had those yet. We have uh, gone to Pilot Pig, Polite Pig before and some other
1: places. They used to have a really good, Wolfgang Puck used to have a really good quick service
0: place. But yep. They closed that. Yeah, yep, to our yep. And the and the chicken, the uh, chicken guy. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. Chicken either, guy. So, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of good. Disney Springs has got it going on now. It's a, it's a good little place. But I look at it as my food court when I'm down there for cheer. It's like, OK, what do I want for lunch? Chicken guy or, you know, plays yeah. or something like that. Anyway. OK, so what? before we before we jump out of here, though, any last minute advice or like a story that, that kind of this is going to remind you of this trip? Anything like that?
1: Yeah, actually. So um, one thing that I, I forgot to mention was. When we we're waiting at our bus in coronado to go to the um animal kingdom i think it was the animal kingdom so somebody gave us a balloon that they were going home and they're like hey you know we're going on a plane we're not going to take this balloon with us do you want it and uh you know my four-year-old was like yeah yeah let's take so like wow thank you very much well they don't
0: allow balloons inside the Animal Kingdom park because of the animals. I never really thought um, I, I didn't know that. I mean, it makes sense. But, I even have, you know what I've never seen one in there, but I never even like made that connection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I, we had the exact same conversation, and so so we go up to the front. I'm like, well, okay. We went through security; nobody stopped us. I'm like, okay, there's there's some way that they're going to handle this. So we go up to go through the the animal pass um, turnstile, and the cast member's like. Okay, well, we have a daycare for your balloon. I was gonna say, there's got to be like balloon parking or something. Okay. They do, <laughs> they do. They put in guest services. They give you a valet ticket, and they're like, "Here you go. We will hold on to your balloon for you." I mean, what kind of level of detail is that? That is that awesome. Is awesome. Think? <laughs> I think that's phenomenal. Because so, I bet
0: they get that. I bet they get that like 39 times a day. So i rolling in with that big absolutely. balloon. I mean, think about what those balloons cost. They're not two bucks. No, uh, We're not letting no, that thing sir. go. Uh-uh. No, absolutely
1: not. And it's funny, my my oldest daughter loves to compare Disney's, you know, more charitable response to what she would expect to get at Universal. She's like, oh, if we are at Universal, they just tell you to, like, let it go. Yeah, just kind of... So they pop Somebody it right in front of you or something. Just yeah. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> Okay. There it goes. There goes your 15 bucks. <laughs> you know, so... And we didn't pay for it. for like, oh, that'd be great. So at the end of the day at Animal Kingdom, we actually had to go back in line for, um, you know, to pick up our balloon. But, Mike, that was, like, as long of a line waiting to pick up our balloon than it was for riding a ride.
0: And so part of me was like... This isn't even a balloon we bought. Like, why are we? So but much time but if you okay, say you're on the bus like halfway back to Coronado Springs, and the kid remembers that you left the balloon in Animal Kingdom, even though you didn't pay for that balloon, it was a gift oh my Absolutely. gosh have mercy because the world would stop you'd have to get that bus driver to turn the bus around even though there's 89 people on it because I've trust me been there <laughs> or i then, or i didn't have to buy a balloon myself buy yes, you'd have that's right? Yeah, right
1: so yeah you know you're 100 percent right so anyway we ended up you know starting a conversation with the family in front of us who were also with DVC members and it was anyway it was it was a nice visit even waiting for uh waiting for the balloon but
0: yeah, really cool tips. So, one, don't bring your balloons in, animal kingdom, but if you do, <laughs> a they've
1: side. got
0: a daycare for it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, Scott, this has been a great show. Man. It's been lots of laughs, lots of fun, lots of great tips. I mean, this is really what these Monday shows are all about. Thanks so much for uh, carving out the time. I know you're very busy. you got a lot going on with your business and with uh, the family, but I sure appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you Mike. I really appreciate the time and thanks again for all your help planning the trip. So, oh, it's fantastic.
0: Absolutely. I appreciate the support very, very much. And speaking of that, hey, I'd love to help you plan your trip as well. So, just drop by the magicforless.com today and fill out that quote form while you're there. Mention the show. If you're heading to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, even Adventures by Disney, we're going to help you out right now. And don't forget, there's a special out there and here's the funny thing. Here's what I laughed last week when this special got announced. If you have Disney Plus, you can get a discount for a lot of dates through early fall. And who doesn't have Disney Plus at this point? I was like, what? <laughs> like it's like, do you have a pair of socks? <laughs> you get a discount. I mean if for my audience, because most of my guests obviously listen to the BR guest podcast and guess what? If you listen to a Disney podcast, Chances are extremely high that you have Disney Plus at this point. I'm just saying. So, you probably qualify for a pretty nice discount for the summer and early fall. Just drop by the magicforlust.com, fill out that quote form, and we'll get you a great deal on a nice vacation. So, uh, you want to get on this quick because those rooms are going fast. So, again, the and check out Disney Plus. I heard they have some good stuff too especially if you like star wars all right also uh, please use our amazon affiliate link beourguestpodcast.com slash amazon that one extra click really does help us out thank you so much for that and also thank you to our patrons who allow us to do the show three to four times a week all around the world couldn't do it without you and our patrons get that bonus show called mike in the midwest every week if you'd like to join us come on over patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast give us a follow on the social media at be our guest, Mike, on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to talk to you this week. Also, you can get in on the chat. We have a chat room going 24-7 over on Discord. And we have a little shortcut to get over there. Just go to bit.ly.com slash B-O-G-P Discord. So it's B-I-T dot L-Y slash B-O-G-P Discord. And uh, check us out over there. And, of course, we'll have a live show this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. You can call in, be on the show, talk Disney, Hashtag Scotty G will be with us. We'll have a good time. So this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, YouTube and Facebook, join us there. All right, time to get out of here. Until we're back together again on Wednesday, we'll be answering your listener questions. So for Scott out in Arizona, I'm Mike in Missouri. Wishing you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.